Hey church, welcome back to Ask the Pastors. This is an opportunity for Pastor Todd and I just to uh, lean in on some things that I think are very practical and uh, applicable to our church and our community. So we've got a great question this week, uh, Pastor Todd, that I think is applicable to every single person. I know this is something I wrestle with as well. And so this week's question is, why is reading my Bible so difficult? And man, I am right here um, with this question. Yep. This is something I struggle with too. We do, I think you're yep. right, every single person. Um, as we've thought about this question, I'll mm -hmm. just kind of begin the conversation with a couple of observations. Yeah, absolutely. I think there are natural reasons, first of all, yep. and then I think there are also, we can call them spiritual reasons or supernatural reasons. Yep. <clears throat> when it comes to natural reasons, I mean, let's just be honest. It is a book about a different ethnicity, a different people, yep. the Jewish uh, race. Yep. Um, it's a book that's been translated. It's, you know. Yeah, not in our language. Uh, at least 2,000 years yep. old, it's not in our language. So there's just natural reasons. And those, we have great translations, accurate uh, copies. All of those things aren't to diminish our trust in it, but it is an old book. Makes it more complicated. Yeah. Yep. So I think those are natural reasons. Hmm. Um, and so there's, there's history, there's examples, there's metaphors, all these things sometimes that we just really don't use much. Right. And so when you read them, it's like, I don't get that. Yeah. Or what does he mean? Or, mm -hmm. or why, why, you know? Yep. Especially in the Old Testament, there's mm -hmm. sometimes names that are used for other things. Yep. Like I think Rahab mm -hmm. is used as a name for a sea monster at some point. I think it's in the book of either Isaiah or Ezekiel or Jeremiah. Ah. But when we hear Rahab, we think of the yep. lady, right? Mm -hmm. But it was also used as like a uh, a code name. So huh. we just wouldn't know that no. naturally. That's right. Interesting. So it makes it hard. Very difficult. And there's things like that. Yep. It's a very long book. Okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> sure, it's a long book. I like being the type of person that will read a book and check it off the list. Mm -hmm. And the Bible's just not that type of book. <laughs> you don't get to add it to your book reading count, and it takes a long time to understand. So I think that's one reason as well. So I think there's the natural reasons. Absolutely. And I, I would just say, yep. if I can just be very vulnerable here, I don't think we should... We should feel guilty for no. natural yeah. reasons. We should try to combat them. Mm -hmm. But some of that's um, yeah. just human, right? Yeah. And then you mentioned supernatural reasons. Yeah, what so combined to that, you know, yeah. we have the enemy fighting us supernaturally. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the spirit of his age, mm -hmm. demons, uh, the devil, the world, the flesh. They're not wanting you to read mm -hmm. God's word, mm -hmm. right? Mary. So absolutely. they're going to come at you. Yep. Uh, and then I think uh, our own flesh. Yeah. Uh, we're humans. We grow weary. Like you said, sometimes it's, it looks long. Mm -hmm. We get tired. Yep. Um, so maybe that's more natural. I do think there's a supernatural mm -hmm. spiritual aspect mm -hmm. that we have to be aware of. That yeah. makes it difficult. Yeah, that's really interesting. So what can we do about it? <clears throat> Just own the fact that it's tough and a struggle for the rest of our lives? And... Well, we may have to admit that it's going to be continually hard in some ways, but yep. I don't think we give up or yep. say we're not going to read it. No. I think you mentioned a word earlier, the yeah. word habits. Yeah. So, That's a key word in this, isn't it? Yeah, so my tip would be, and the thing that's helped me a lot too, is, is I am a person of habit. I'm pretty uh, spontaneous, I think, but I'm, I'm a person of habit. I've built habits into my mm -hmm. life, and, and so I think the thing that's worked best for me is to just make Bible reading a normal part of everyday life like brushing your teeth. I use that example quite often. I cannot think of the last time I didn't brush my teeth. Every single day, twice a day at least, I'm brushing my teeth. I never miss. Well, why? Yeah, that's the question, why? Do I love brushing my teeth? No, I know it's good for me. And so I know I'm, there's 
a few things. There's accountability. I have a dentist in my life who's going to check up on me. I know it's good for me. It's good for my health. It's good for my my breath. There's a benefits to it mm-hmm. that I know outweigh the the cost. So, so are you actually saying that probably if we struggle with just a habit of Bible reading, we maybe underneath that struggle with valuing what the Bible does to us? Seeing its worth, absolutely. Would you agree with that? I would, and when you say seeing its worth, I mean, I don't want to make the Bible just functionally worthy. Right. I mean, there's worth in it because it's God's mm-hmm. word, but mm-hmm. um, what does First Thessalonians 2.13 say? Mm-hmm. Um, you received it not as the word of men, mm-hmm. but as it is the word of God, which effectually works in you believers. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's a value. That's a worth, isn't it? Yep. Maybe we don't really value mm-hmm. the fact that God's word changes that's us. That's right. So mm-hmm. we don't read it. I, I kind of sense that's what you're saying, that, that habits don't form out of just duty nope. typically no nope. we know something works mm-hmm. if we do it in a long term right yeah you see it's beauty you see yeah that's that's great hmm. so i yeah i guess the the tip may be mm-hmm. yes form a habit but what travis link you're saying is that habit must come from a value yep. that god's word will change you like brushing changes your teeth that's right and I, I think another thing I'd add is is read your Bible in community. Mm. You mentioned <clears throat> very thing, a lot of things that make the Bible reading difficult. And if you are left to your own, you do it on your own, I think it will become frustrating and you will quit. You get in Leviticus, you're in a difficult style, you're in a you know, yeah, no the kidding. Proverbs. There's a lot of areas of the Bible that can be frustrating and you want to quit. I have found there's so much joy and fun when you discuss it. Mm. And so your spouse, a close friend, your small group, read the Bible together and spend time discussing it. That brings so much joy. Do you think that community can be maybe someone you don't know, like maybe an online group or even maybe just a chart that you're using that someone else is using, like in a platform and so you're, you're kind of following along, but you don't really know them. Is that possible? I think so. I think we've gotten so many great resources at our fingertips now, like the Bible app and things like that, that okay. have made it possible to have this community that enjoys discussing it. Um, I found it helpful as well, and I think this will help all of our mm-hmm. listeners and watchers. Mm-hmm. If you'll start small, yeah. but be consistent, that's yep. a better idea than trying to start large. Right to kind of conquer your guilt. Because sometimes, you yeah. know, we feel guilty for not yeah. reading. So we say, man, I'm just going to go after Genesis. I'm going to read five chapters a yeah. day. And yeah. by one week, we're done. Yeah, it's exhausting. Yeah. Start um, small, a couple minutes a day, a couple mm-hmm. verses a day. You know, build uh, the habit. Yeah, build the habit. Yep. Uh, because it's valuable and mm-hmm. effective. Mm-hmm. Also, um, we talked about spiritual or supernatural reasons that it's hard. Yep. We have to also realize there's a supernatural reason that it's possible. Mm-hmm. And that is... God, the Holy Spirit, will give us insight mm-hmm. and empower us yeah. to read the Bible. So mm-hmm. 1 Corinthians 2 talks about the Holy Spirit's role That's in right. illuminating our yep. minds. Yep. So when you start reading the Bible, mm-hmm. and we'd say, let's say you start small but yep. consistent, every time you read it, remember, God is talking to you. Mm-hmm. Like, if we have that attitude, ask the Holy Spirit to open our eyes to what God is saying, mm-hmm. I think what happens over time is you, you begin to... Um, your appetite begins to increase. So I say this a lot of times, use increases appetite. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's exactly right. And so you have to have the attitude though, mm-hmm. man, I'm, I'm eating at God's table this morning mm-hmm. or tonight or this afternoon. Yeah. And over time, as you do that, mm-hmm. you begin to want that. So I think a lot of times kids, you know, they probably don't like broccoli, nope. carrots nope. or Not whatever my kids. Uh, initially. Yep. But if you feed them a diet of it, over mm-hmm. time, they learn to like it. Yeah, that's right. So I don't want to make God's word out and be like broccoli. <laughs> I'm not saying it's bad. 
Yep. But there is a sense in which it's hard. Yep. And consistent small habits over time and understanding this is God speaking to me, mm. I think does build the appetite to where we begin to respond like Peter said. Yeah. We're like babies who really crave the Crave milk. it, that's right. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. So this is a good question, you're it right. Is. Any we'll last minute thoughts you have? No, I think that's it. It's worth your time. It's worth your energy, Amen. worth your efforts. It's a wonderful habit to instill in your life. So let's keep going after that and Amen. encourage one another and motivate one another towards it. So, hey, church, thanks so much for joining us for another episode of Ask the Pastors. Hey, keep your questions coming. We love discussing them. Yeah.